Songhezo Mapepe on SAFM. From time to time, technology would frustrate. I beg your pardon for that, and thank you for the indulgence, our dear listeners here on SAFM. I do confirm now, finally, we do have Ms. Franca Pellegrini, Director for the Global Freedom Network, and we're talking about the Declaration to End Modern Day Slavery. My question to her just before the ad break was, and I repeat for ease of reference, is what is the form or forms of modern-day slavery now that are not called slavery but have all the hallmarks of slavery. Franca, your thoughts, please. Good evening. Good evening. Um, thanks for having me on. Well, look, modern slavery is a, um, an umbrella term, and um, under that is a range of crimes, of which human trafficking is perhaps the most common and well-known. But as well as that, there is forced labour, forced marriage and debt bondage. So they're some of the other definitions that sit under that umbrella. And, and of course, in many instances, there's a strong commercial gain attached to these, let me say, crimes against humanity, because, I mean, I can't imagine slavery being anything but mm-hmm. that. And in many instances, you find that there is systemic support because of one or other form of, if not political gain, economic gain by those in the levers of power. Correct, and that's why at um, Walk Free, um, which um, is an international human rights organisation, um, and I um, lead on our faith network, which is the Global Slavery, um, the Global Freedom Network, and uh, we recognise that it's really important to not only work with faith, but also government and business. So those three streams all go hand in hand, and without each other, it really, you know, will never work out this issue. Let's talk about now the Declaration to End Modern Day Slavery, the movement and how far we are in relation to this. And because we are here in South Africa, I would be especially interested in the position of South Africa in relation to this declaration and the Walk Free Foundation project. Um, s- sorry, can, can you say that again? Sorry. The question oh, sorry, is, what would be the... What would South Africa's position be in relation to this, to the extent that you can ascertain it? Yes, well, obviously, um, South Africa, in terms of, um, in terms, of, you know, has a law regulating these crimes, which is the 2013 Prevention and um, Combating a Trafficking in Persons Act. So that's, I mean, that's fantastic that they have that. Um, and obviously, you know, like every country, every country has has its issue. But, um, you know, South Africa actually raped quite well. So, um, you know, they in the Global Slavery Index, they rated B, which is, um, you know, which is quite uh, which is quite great in in terms of other countries in Africa. So, it's it's great to see that South Africa is doing some some you know really important work in this area. What's the program of action? I understand that there's an event tomorrow at the Constitution Hill, particularly at the Women's Jail. What's the significance of the venue? And what can you tell us more about what is in fact happening tomorrow? Sure. So tomorrow is um, uh, the uh, declaration signing of religious leaders. uh, And this uh, commenced in 2014 at the Vatican and was uh, first signed by His Holiness Pope Francis. And since then, we've had 11 signings all over the world. 
And, um, you know, and we're continuing this journey. And since then, um, we've done, uh, you know, some other countries in Africa, such as Ghana and, and uh, DRC and Kenya and now South Africa. And we chose Constitution Hill and uh, the actual room we're in, which is the women's um, jail, which is obviously quite symbolic and, and significant in terms of our work. So, And as well as the signing, we do have a round table with these faith leaders to talk about what we will do moving forward as a group. You mentioned Pope Francis, and I think the Vatican Church would be the first to admit that it has some serious challenges with priests and the abuse of young children who are in their respective congregations around the world. The significance of him participating in this movement, yet there are these fundamental questions to the Catholic Church. How do we reconcile? Well, it's, you know, I guess in terms of, you know, we work with every faith though so that is absolute at the heart of, of what gfn does so we we work with interfaith dialogues incredibly important um and at that furnace signing we not only had obviously it was held at the vatican and his holiness um signed that but uh you know we had every other major denominations you know we had methodist and islamic and hindu and uh, orthodox and jewish so every faith's important and you know they all have a place but I guess Pope Francis was the first one, you know, that really, you know, spoke spoke to that. And um, and then that's when our founders, Andrew and Grace Forrest, really, um, you know, got in contact with him. And, and that's where, you know, Global Freedom Network was founded. So it's, um, you know, His Holiness has definitely been at the forefront of this, of this issue in terms of our religious leaders. Thank you so much for your time. Director for Global Freedom Network, Director Franca Pellegrini in a, a hotel room here in the country. Unfortunately, her network was cut through the landline, but certainly we are thankful for her time and her views. 2101, a big important to the news team for being a minute over time. It's time for news.